I have come here from the mainland to investigate the disappearance of a young girl, Rowan Morrison. That's her name. You know her? No, I've never seen her before. You suspect foul play? I suspect murder. We don't commit murder up here. We're a deeply religious people. Where is Rowan Morrison? <laughs> Around here, our lady. Not the way you feel. Where is Rowan Morrison? It is time to keep your appointment with the Wicker Man. Hail the Queen of the May! Hail Queen of the May! Oh, You simply never understand the true nature of sacrifice. Take the flame inside you, burn and burn and lay. Fire seed and fire feed and make the baby stay. Transmission will start in five seconds from now. Five, four, three, two, one, in. to Waffle On Podcast. My name is Simon Meadows. I'm Mark Kelly. Are you jumping in there? You can't wait. I know, I can't out. I'm You're just so uh, eager. Story my life. To get, in. Get, get there early and finish. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is our um, uh, June, June is, episode of 19, praising 1973, part six. So we're halfway through the My God, we've had some quality say. fucking films. Haven't we? Yeah. I mean, isn't 73 just... Well, of course, it's an ancient... But I think we said this in the last podcast. Wow. Like, it's just brilliant, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, It's yeah. so enjoyable. Well, I can tell you something. When we talk about it, I'll tell you something Reed Shearsmith said about 1973. But I'm really, oh, really? Let me get back to that. And I wonder what the randomizer will pull out with later on today. It's, it's really, oh, I've been on such a run lately. <laughs> but there is a couple of films in there that I don't like, so I'm waiting for that to come out. Oh, well, not that like. Just not your top Yeah, favorites. I can't talk about it because it'll make it look like we've planned it <laughs> yeah, no, in the Vandermeister is... Remember the AI? He's coming online. It's getting scary, isn't it? It's getting yeah. scary. Um, so before we talk about our main subject, is there anything you want to talk... Should we talk a little bit, a little bit about The Flash? Yeah, a little bit about The Flash. Because I, I didn't say too much about... Uh, um, well, it's like you. I really enjoyed it, hmm. even with all the flaws in it, which are... Plenty, numerous. yeah. It's the kind of film, like, if you told me about it, before I went to see it, I wouldn't want to watch it because I thought, I don't sit through effects that bad. And I mean, yeah, they are bad. That bad, bad. I bad, think that's bad. the worst thing I've ever seen on a big. I, I, and I'm not going to go. We grew up on a Roy, Roy Harryhausen, grew up with bad effects in the 90s and the 80s. Mm. 
Oh, you would talk that. Did you say Roy Harryhausen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ray Harryhausen. Hello, Roy Harryhausen. <laughs> who's, so, who's Roy? His brother. Uh, right, so... Um, did, he but, do, did he do the morph? Yeah. <laughs> but, right, you accepted it then because they never had the technology. Yes. Right? And then it's moved on. Marvel, te- you know, some hit and miss with their effects. But mm. it's never that bad. There's just sort of little things in it you think, they're not that good. Yeah, yeah Even yeah. some of the Star Wars stuff, like Obi-Wan, there was effects in that that weren't that great. But it never really took didn't, you out of it. Didn't knock you out of it. And then, right, you go to see The Flash. Mm. And I mean, the worst thing about it is the effects are not even that... Because like you said, it's so right. There are a lot of cutscenes in games. Yeah. But not even good ones. No, it was like... Oh, it was, better ones it in was the like games. Grand Theft Auto 2004. Like, like that. Do you know what I mean? It's like even the brilliant bit with the, bit with the babies. Oh, I love that bit. But the effects were so bad on that. Oh, yeah. But oh, I love that scene because no many babies in peril and a lot of things like that. But the effects, you're thinking, what, what's going on? And then you look, right... Because I got home and I thought, I've got to look at the company who did that. They're about a third rate effects company they are. Oh, really? Well, some people were saying that. Didn't they don't, they they don't they... think if they finished doing the effects. Oh, no, I think there was a lot of, so many problems with that well, film. Yeah, because you, someone actually put, I can't take credit for this, but somebody wrote on, uh, when I was looking for the Waffle On thing earlier on, that when you look at Quicksilver in the Marvel films, yeah, you know, in the X-Men, how good the Quicksilver effects are, you know, in the, the mansions. No, the running's terrible. The running, the running's awful. It's not a six million dollar man was better. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm not being funny because, like I said, I ain't watched the TV show, and mm. I, I've got to have a look. And there's people running comparisons. It's better in the bloody TV show. Well, I think it should have been the bloke who played the Flash. Well, in the TV I, I, show. there must have been a reason why they couldn't get rid of him. There must, he must have already signed out. It cost him, maybe it cost him mm. too much to get him out of his contract. Probably, yeah. Because the DC are not mega rich like Marvel are, yeah. and you can and, see that. With and, that and it's hemorrhage money. Not, I mean. The trouble is, it is like I said before. You know, you've got to you've got to remember. There's a lot of people. You can say you don't like a film, but there's a lot of people who work on films. At the end of the day, they put their heart and soul in it, and it's such a shame to have somebody who goes and fuck it up like he has. But there's a lot of people who refuse. Uh, there's a lot of women, uh, yeah. and also there's a lot of blokes who refuse to go and see the film because of his. The worst thing about it, it's not like it's new. He's no. been doing this for years. Yeah. yeah. Right. Why didn't they get rid of him years ago? For some reason, they've kept with him. Now, Marvel, you know, they can be getting rid of people just because Mm. of people, you know, a la Mandalorian. They got rid of that woman who I think it really missed. And also, also, when it comes down to it, was an opinion on something. It it wasn't an offensive, we don't agree with it, but. In mm. democracy? You should be able to have your opinion. She didn't say it really bad. Yeah. I mean, Not compared they, to what he did. Didn't they also get rid of the chap who Don Cheadle took over as well, in uh, as Randy Rhodes? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I can't remember the actor's name, which is terrible. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thing in it, but uh, he got um, he got replaced as well. But, sort of but that, just get rid of him, mm. even though he was really good in it. He does, that's he's really thing. good. He's really good in it. Yeah, but it's funny. Course, it's generally but funny. But the trouble is, is that I think you're liking it because you like the character of Barry. Yeah, yeah. You like the fact that he's a bit of a loser and he's a, clearly a virgin, as it said in there. And I like that kind of character, yeah. but of course he's not like that in real life. And that's that's, that's a good like, actor. Isn't but it? I think yeah, it was yeah. good. I think it showed he was a really good actor. But that you know, he played him and his younger self, and mm. there were like different people. He was have like he grew a... older, and I thought that's really that must be quite hard yeah. to do. That. Well, have you seen a stunt double? Well, sorry, he's standing. No, does he like him? Yeah, he does. Yeah, it's really good. Fair play. To the actor who does it, because yeah. obviously he's the one who's got to pull it off. You must get credit in there. You but know. I say, oh, yeah, but the worst stuff though, you know, when he's going back in time, mm. that running bit. In, oh, no, what yeah. was that? Is that all they could? Well, that's all they could think yeah, of. Just to run do Why didn't have him going quicker and quicker and quicker? Like, mm. like Superman. Superman, Superman yeah. one. Doing like that. Yeah. I'm moving my legs backwards like that. <laughs> and it was not really bad, wasn't it? And who was that monster? The, the time monster. Well, that was, was that. That was. Oh, that was him. Was that? Was that was right at the end. I don't know. But. 
apart from all that, he was really good. Yeah. I think, like I said, I think the other the stuff. I, did, I think in the game, is it just emotional? It could you be. Get an emotional I response mean, to fucking my, some of the my, good stuff in it. Yeah, my emotional response. Obviously, I, I went to see the film because Keaton's in it, and both me and you went and saw Batman in 1989 mm. together at the Warwick Art at the Warwick Cinema, yeah. uh, and. So I was going there purely to see that, but I wasn't expecting the extra bits that we got. I'm not going to say what they are. No, no, no. I think the cover film, they will ruin it. Yeah, yeah. But my bone of contention is I don't understand why they didn't just... You can lift people out of the cinema, out of films. Yeah. But why didn't they do that? My bro- I spoke to my brother last night and he went and saw it and he said exactly the same thing. He said it's almost like somebody drew him. This you know, is it's, weird. It's, just, it's like a, it's like a computer game version of those people. It's you weird. Know what I mean? Blocky features. And like I said, like the, the the time, you know, the bit with the you know the gallery of Batman's and Superman's. Mm. That bit's amazing, but technically, it really isn't amazing. No, it's like you might as well just do an animated series. The, the emotional. Might just make it animated. Yeah. I mean, the emotional aspect for me, I actually leant forward out my seat and yeah. going, "Oh my god!" Yeah, yeah, it was amazing. Because it's like our childhoods just yeah. come out of screen, you know, and and people who are older than older than us. Their childhoods are coming out of the screen, yeah. you know. And for that, I, I thought, yeah, fair dinkum. But, but, did it actually help the film? Uh, was it, was it, was it, did it yeah. actually add anything well, to it? No, no I, think it, I don't think I'll ever watch it again. No, I, That's, I, I don't need to. No. Because the bad stuff is really bad. Mm. I, I, I don't, you know what the trouble is? It's though. lost loads of money, and it? So it, like, it ain't made money, The thing it? is, I'd probably like to buy it purely to see the making of. Yeah, that'd be good. But they're saying that most of the budget went into the cast. You, you're, yeah. you're, you know, if you can't afford it, I would have, even though I like all Keaton and all that in it, I would have rather have had a cheaper movie, better mm. made. If you can't do them, don't. Because they've always spent because of this, because of what's going on in the world at the moment, it's all about nostalgia at the moment, isn't it? Yeah. Right? Let's get, feel good factors. Let's spend half our budget on old actors, mm. right? It, you know, like you said, it didn't really matter in the end anyway. It didn't. It was a good bit, but it yeah. didn't really matter. Well, this is what I don't understand with Batgirl. Right? Why don't they just release Batgirl on a like on a Disney a st- or on a Amazon? Yeah. So, so they, they don't have the to spend back, the money. Yeah, yeah, they don't have to put the money on the. They don't have promoting. to do anything for me. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. There's lots of problems with DC. You know, the Really, that, that, well, James, maybe James Gunn will pull it back. I think that's the reason why he's gone to DC is because he's been so successful at Marvel. Uh, you know, the Guardians film franchise has not let anybody down no, at no, no, all. No. Uh, and I think maybe he's looked at DC, realised that you've got some of the greatest superheroes of all time with Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman. Well, the, you know, I, I think, I mean, it comes down to it, the, the best, I think. I think yeah, they're, they're yeah. catching in a bit the Marvel's characters. I, I know you're a bit more of a Marvel person. No, 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 I used to, no, no. My, I started in DC because yeah. Superman is my all time favourite superhero. Yeah. I had Superman wallpaper, I had Superman bedspreads, yeah, I had, I I had a Superman shirt. I had glasses when I was a kid, so I longed to be Clark Kent. Superman is my go-to superhero. I like the. I like people say it's campy because uh, he wears his pants on his outside. It's like no, it's not. Superman is just fucking awesome, and I want to see a. Okay, I don't expect to go back to like 77, 78. It's going to be interesting what he's going to do with it, isn't I, it? I want. I want the thing is to think about Superman. Why does everything have to be dark? Yeah. You know, you want dark. Well, I think he's going to be younger, isn't he? Yeah. I think there's no doubt he's going to be younger. And that's why he wanted head. He didn't want. Well, I could sort of understand what James Gunn. I want to do my own. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I'm, if I'm doing it, I'm doing my version mm-hmm. of it. And I, I probably can understand that. Yeah. And, it, you know, because, you know, he's probably going to be, I, I was really, he's going to be in his, like, mid-20s. Oh, okay. So it's going to be when he first gets. First gets to Metropolis. So, you know, you got, you, you're going to get orange in stores with some of yeah. these people. I just, you know, my big problem with uh, Superman on screen is there's never been a great baddie apart from General Zod. 
I, I just don't. I just don't. Well, let this Lex Luthor's always good, but yeah, I mean, every, 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 every cinematic thing we've seen, it's been slightly. Jim Hatton is the best. Well, I got uh, Kevin Spacey. Yeah, really. Yeah, I know we're kind of fucking out. Imagine him and. Even the flash in the film. Oh, oh, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they do flash faces yeah, like that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, that's 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 probably fun prison. <laughs> that's no, that wouldn't that be good? <laughs> no, let's not go down that. Anyway, oh, anyway, yeah, let's yeah. let's go on our subject. Kel, what are we talking about today? We're talking about the masterpiece that is the Wicker Man. And what do we do before we talk about our subject? Interestingly, I bet you're gonna play the procession. Is that the main theme to it? So the end of the podcast, I'm going to be playing the one that you posted on Facebook. Amazing, beautiful so, song, beautiful song. So, yep, this is the Wicker Man. Um, now, we should point out that, uh, unusual for us, uh, I watched the theatrical oh. version last night on DVD. And Cal, where did you go? I went to the cinema to see, like, the 50th anniversary. And uh, I saw the final cut. But interestingly, you know, I said to my wife afterwards, that mm. is the fourth different version of that film I've saw in my life. Mm. That's mad, isn't it? 
And there was a big bit, right? It was a great bit before I went to the film. I just thought I was going to see the film. But actually, there was like a, an hour and a half show before it. What Edith Bowman was doing from... And it was like, basically, they're bringing all loads of people out. There was like, they brought out his sons, the director's sons, who had a very interesting sort of, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? Take on it all. Yeah, I was kind of thinking also. An, an interesting take on that film where they didn't like it just because the film was so, flopped so badly that they lost everything mm. and it split his mum and dad up. So... His mum, like, he stayed with his dad and his mum went to live in Canada and she had enough, and she was pregnant when she left and oh. had the baby. So he never met his brother until he was 40. No. Because really? he caused that much and, shit and in the family, yeah. yeah. So he said, he went, well, he, his brother got in touch with him when he was 40 and said, why don't we go and watch it together? Let's, mm. You know, let's get all the stuff that we do because it's a bit, constantly people come up to him going, I'm oh, sure daddy did that film. He said, I hate that film. Mm. I hate that film. But he said they watched it and it made them cry how bloody good it was. Yeah. And he said they realised then what the dad had given to that film. Mm. And he said he made them realise, oh, wait a minute, you shouldn't be negative about what he did. His passion mm. was so immense in that film that he'd lost everything for it. And, and, it then, and also, it wasn't his fault because there's a there's a documentary no, on, no, the, no, on the DVD about that where literally they were. I'll, I'll tell you a bit more about the. Well, you probably know anyway, but the, the listeners about the end scene with Edward Woodward. Yeah. That um, they were constantly being told they were going to sh- the studio was going to shut them down. Yeah. And so they they, they ended up hardly doing any money. Virtually all the casting, Christopher Lee deliberately asked for it and said no money because one he was desperate to get rid of the Count Dracula. Thing. He was typecast as that. Bear in mind, this is two yeah. years before the Man with the Gold. Yeah, Bell, yeah, yeah. Right? So, which really kind of changed the public's perception of Christopher Lee, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because this is still a horror film. Yeah. In essence, it's yeah. actually. I don't think it's a horror film. Is that the one we talk about this yeah. later on? So, yeah. yeah. Um, so you know, but constantly fighting, and we've seen the likes of Coppola fighting against the studios. You know, we've Hitchcock never did because no one did kind of mess with him to say. Even his wife weren't even yeah, him. yeah. Um, but you, you've had it, uh, Richard Donner is a classic example uh, of that. We've yeah. had producers. We've of course Superman one and Superman two, which when you watch the Donner cut of Superman two, is exceptionally better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Than the, the other one. Let's not take away from it. We're even about this supposed to be this another Schumacher cut of Batman. What's the one with? George Clooney in. Uh, Batman, Batman, Batman Forever is Val Kilmer. I, 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 I can't... Bat- I just, oh, dear. Batman, Batman and Robin. Batman and Robin. Uh, uh, Joel Schumacher, as he said, he's got his cut, and Kevin Smith has got no. a copy of it. He what did it. More, more Batman. He did a show. He did a show, <laughs> but he said this cut was so different. Really? He said it's like another film. Ooh. It's like so... But he said it's not getting released... But they said this oh, about they said this about uh, Justice League, didn't yeah, they? Yeah. I mean, Nowadays, you get enough people yeah. who can spot it. That's well, what you know about. Because I, I I have all the Batmans and I have them on um, double disc special editions, yeah. right? And they are great. They yeah, are yeah. super qualities, right? I'm happy to lend you. And um, I kind of you know I, I love Batman one, you know, well not Batman one. I love, love the '89 Batman. Yeah, yeah. And I love Batman Returns. Uh, Batman Forever was just fucking terrible because. What? 
That's the one with uh, Jim Carrey. Oh, I like that one. No, I like it. No. I like the Riddler. I like the Riddler. No, I like the Riddler. He's I amazing. Don't like Two Face in that. It's no, it's not. It's not. It's not Harvey Dent. Plus, Billy D. Williams was Harvey Dent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And we go on about bloody diversity and all this crap. Well, why didn't our Billy D. Williams playing him? Yeah, yeah, really annoying. Yeah, I do agree with that. I like the Riddler in it, but I don't like his costume. I don't like the Riddler. I just think he's so good. He's like a really good Riddler. Some of them Riddles are really good, and he's like a proper Jota. Yeah, it's not like three, two, one Riddles. No, 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 no. <laughs> uh, anyway. Yeah, so that'd be interesting if that'd been out. So you've, you've now seen four versions of it. So mm. you saw the final cut last night. Yeah, I saw the final cut director's cut. I saw a uh, theatrical cut. I saw a theatrical cut and I saw an American cut. Yeah, which, it, which is pretty. Really rubbish. That was done by Roger Corman. Yeah. But you know, interestingly. Roger Corman. But Roger Corman's. Should I go a bit? I don't know, I'll jump into it. I mean, we. No, oh, carry on, carry on. No, might be to do. But anyway, right. That he's, he's, his son was saying that, um, you know, there's a. There's a big myth for this film, isn't there? That the original proper cut is buried under the M3 motorway. But I think that's an urban myth, I do. Life of is an urban myth. No, it's not the film. It's it's the cuts from the film. Well, that then cuts, he said, they went looking for him, right? Couldn't find him. So someone said, Roger Corman is the only person in the world who had the original long cut. Right, okay. So he got them 13 minutes. Mm. It's 13 minutes. Yeah. He got them back from Roger Corman because okay. Roger Corman, even though it was him who made the theatrical book, which a lot of Wicker Man fans hate, which is a load of crap because it's still, it's still, it's not that much different. He gave them to them because he said, I want you to see this mm. proper cut. And he said, not all the bits are in there because he said some of them were completely disintegrated. Yeah. Some of the scenes were, there was a big thing before we went to see him, a big talking about it, saying this, that, they managed to say nine minutes. Mm. So it's nine minutes in the final cut. Yeah. But then bits... It seemed weird because it just looks bad, even though they try to... Clean it up. It's obviously it's Because we've the only problem with screen, uh, with film and digital, isn't it? That it fucking deteriorates yeah, really yeah, bad. Yeah, I mean, you, you notice that on the Don... Have you seen the Donner cut? Yeah. Okay, so you, you kind of like... You, you can tell because what they've used... The colour looks different all of the sudden, doesn't Also, the fact that they used the screen tests of, of Christopher Reeve and uh, Margaret Kidder as, yeah. uh, as part... I mean, so he's it's, it's not even wearing the same clothes. You know? <laughs> but you, but know, you can get away with it. I don't mind that. Cause, I mean, I watched the theatrical cut last night. Yeah, look, it's the one I know the most, no, really. That's the one that I know, right? The the I think it's atrocious. The right? cut. The cut. No, yeah, it jumps a bit. And also there's a bit, there's freeze frame bits. Now, I don't know if that was my DVD player, but there seems to be a freeze frame bit in the cemetery with the naked women. I went, what the hell is that? Is that, it deliberately done that? That's a longer bit. Right, okay. Well, so, there's, right, there's three bits in the film that are longer, that are noticeable. I'm not talking it could be two seconds walking down the road, because cuts are weird, but there's three scenes that are, are really different in the final cut. The beginning, now, in the director's cut, you've got stuff where they're all bullying they're taking the piss out of. Are they though? They in the in the in the director's cut. They are. They're all having a go at him because he's a virgin, right? right? Okay. But I can understand why that was taken out the final cut because it spoils what the end's all about. Yeah. Because you're expecting it then. Oh, why are they talking about him being a virgin? Mm. Why are they talking about being a? No need for it, right? No. But in the in the final cut, there's a lot more of him in church at the beginning. Yes, doing the sermon. Loads think, more yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah. And I like that because I said to him what I said, and I said, yeah, I like that because it shows you that how pious he is. Because my problem with the, the theatrical cut is it makes him out to be a prude. A he's, 
Yeah. He's not. He's religious. Yeah. And one of the interesting things I like about this film and the whole is who's who's the goodie and who's the baddie in this film? Well, I, I yeah, because you don't well, know. You, you, Edward Wood. You know what? We haven't actually done the opening thing that we normally do. Should we do the opening thing quickly? I forgot about this. We haven't got into the bloody. We got this is our enthusiasm. Okay, so sorry about that. Like, well, it doesn't matter. You, yeah, you, you know, you must know. You yeah, must know. Like, you must know where you're getting now. Um, okay, so there's Kelsey. He's directed by um, Robin Hardy. Screenplay by Anthony Schaefer. He's based on um, the book of course um, music is excellent and it is really worth buying the soundtrack mm. um, it came out on the 6th of December 1973 here are the three general uh, running times the theatrical cut was 87 minutes the director's cut is 99 and the final cut cow which you saw uh, is 92 um, which I actually believe came out in 2001 um, but then was really released obviously for the film well I'm talking about that the in, if anyone's a massive fan and want to see these versions in I think it's October. There's the, an amazing Canal Plus. I've been working on a box set for 10 years. Oh, really? This is what this thing was all about. And it's like, it's got everything ever made. Oh, I'm, uh, I'm, I might have to get that. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm thinking about getting as well because it's got three cuts in it. Mm. It's got like interviews. It, it, like I said, he was saying, if you like it, this is the you want to get. Uh, interesting thing, the, the 40th version, anniversary version, which I think I watched, which has got the director's cut and the theatrical cut on it, Nice little interviews with uh, with, yeah. with Teddy Woodward, um, but my God, it's got the worst studio canal opening. It's got like the uh, so you remember Buena Vista VHS tapes. It's like that. Uh, yeah. I'm so glad Studio Canal have yeah, yeah. that. Yeah. Um, we had a budget of five hundred thousand uh, pounds. Uh, it made one hundred eighty thousand at the box office. So it was classed as a flop. But the reason, one of the reasons why, is actually it was stuck on as a as a, a double bill with Don't Look Now, I know. Which, which is a bit mad. Um, so a little bit about Robert Sinclair. Uh, Robert Sinclair, Remington Hardy, born 2nd of October 1929, passed away in July 2016, the director. He actually only made four films, The Wicker Man being his first one. He then made The Fantasist in 86, so there was a good 13 years difference. He's the writer and director on that. He then did The Bill Dance in 89 as a writer. And then his final film it was a, a kind of a follow-up to The Wicker Tree. Well, The Wicker Tree in 2011. It's not that great. No. It, Christopher Lee only makes a very small cameo in that. Yeah, it's it? one of them films where I, I watched it because I'm good, because I love the original so mm. much, but it's like, it, I don't know. I wonder if that'll be a bonus, do you reckon? Well, when I've said it, I think they're gonna, I think you can pre-order it now, mm. but they haven't announced what all What's the stuff is. But they said there's like seven hours of extras on it. Oh, so you're looking at probably about a 70 quid box at then. Anyway. But if they said if you want, this is it. Yeah. There's nothing. Mm. Okay, fine. Um, now, of course, Edward Woodward. Uh, we talked about Edward in our Callan and Equaliser episode, so please go and uh, No, but what do we all say, though? Did you realise what a fucking brilliant actor he is? Now, this is a film where you watch it and I realise how <laughs> fuck... Because... I love Edward Woodward, but he's only—you think of the equaliser. He didn't yeah. have to do that many and much acting in that. He no. just stood. But when you think of his Callan days, he must have been doing. Was he doing Callan at the same uh, time? He as just he? finished Callan. Callan finished in seventy-two, and Callan the movie was seventy-four. Oh right, yeah. So, uh, but as you know, yeah, the reason why I didn't like this film because you don't like because I thought Edward Woodward's accent and his acting was atrocious in this, yeah. right? Remember, remember that I just said. The reason why I didn't like this yeah, film. Yeah. Okay, so uh, Britt Eklund, a lovely Britt Eklund. I have no idea why she turns up in this film, but hey, um, she's in uh, Get Carter, so check that podcast out for yeah, information. Because she's amazingly hot. Uh, she's amazingly hot. She was pregnant. I know, she saw that. Uh, so that's the reason why she only shows a, 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 yeah. a, a, a job. Yeah, because people thought it was about, but she was talking about that on that thing. Yeah. But said, no, said I had a big, I had a stomach. Yeah, she said, that's why she only shut the time. Yeah, and, uh, but also the fact, obviously, we all know that there's a bomb doubling that and she refuses to sign an autograph. And you don't blame that. Yeah. Know? 
yeah. a nice Bond double, if you don't mind me saying. Right? Yeah, yeah. But also, she's dubbed in this film. I know. So you think, well, what was the point of using... It was just get hot. a name, a name on hot, the thing. Hot, hot woman hot at woman. the time. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? And and she and her name will sell. Edward Woodward, because bear in mind, I think, had he done Break... No, he hadn't done Break and Moranta. No, 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 no. 81, yeah, yeah. was it? Oh, Break and um, Christopher Lee. I don't... Have we done a film with Christopher Lee? Do I you know, don't think we I, have. I, I, you know, I think have we, we have. Have we? Uh, the Devil Rides Out. Devil Rides Out, of course. That's where we talk about his military career. Yeah. Do you know what? I think this is... My, this is the first, and This, this is, is my favourite performance Christopher Lee ever. Ooh. Because he's not... Even beats Hand of the Baskervilles. Yeah. Because in them films, he's being as you want him to be, Christopher mm. Lee. Christopher Lee is the best person for cameos. What about Salaman? Yeah, he's like, I love it. But he's always like quite austere and serious mm. and scout. And in this, he's happy. Yeah. He's a happy man, isn't he? Yeah, well, he is, really. You've ever he's smiling. You've only read he's got big hair and he's dancing. About, he's that, he's really. Oh, I don't know, it's big hair. And he's dancing. I like that bit when he's dancing in the procession. That ridiculous dance. Yeah, but you never <laughs> you see Christopher Lee doing stuff like that. And I think that's why he loved this film so much, because he could do something completely different than people expected Christopher Lee. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I think. Uh, let's get let's get the elephant out of the room. I have never liked this film. No, you didn't. No. Um, it always left me a little bit of a bad taste in my mouth. I wasn't 100% sure. I didn't really like the storyline. I didn't think it made any sense at all. Do you know what I mean? And I kind of have possibly refused to watch it over the past 25 years, maybe, because yeah. I, just, I just don't like it. Yeah, yeah, so I was actually really pleased to see this film again because I've seen it at a, at a, a guy who's you know nearly 50 years old. <laughs> And I watched it with my wife, who I don't think she, I think she had seen it, but again, it's, uh, but she was what, looking at a phone and sort of that. And, I had, and then I watched about a quarter the way through it. She'd put a phone down, and was watching it, and I actually came out thinking, bloody hell, I want to watch the the director's oh, cut. Yeah. So I was going to go, but I thought apart from the the pretty, I think the editing was pretty shit, and also like the quality of the theatrical cut is not very good at all. Yeah, I've got to say, even the final cut weren't amazing. Yeah, it's, it's as like, good as it can get because with film, there's only so much you can do, isn't there? But I think that I think the the filming and the shots of it are absolutely brilliant. I, I think the opening with the airplane. I know there is oh, I, I know there is the opening of uh, in one of the cuts where you see him in the police car that, talking to his mate. I don't like that one. Yeah. I, I Which, think that he, 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 it's. Well, is that in the final cut or is that in the director's cut? It's in the director's cut. The final cut, they've got rid of all that shit. So it in starts the, with the, the airboat? No, it start, oh. no, it's in the thing, it starts in in, um, in church. Right. Okay. It starts off and he's like taking the communion. As you see the clips of that in the middle of the film. Yeah, yeah, but that's out of sync. It should have been at the beginning because he said he wanted to show that he wasn't a stickler. He wasn't a prude. He was a religious person, not a bad person. Religious. Is, I think... I, 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 now, I... This is this is what I think I'll be looking forward to this because knowing that you saw that one last night, I'm a, I can only go by the theatrical. I've got a feeling you know there's something bugging me that I have seen the American cut as well. Yeah, I think you have because all you think it's you know, never been mean when you. Yeah, 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 But I think the bit where uh, Willow Britt Eklund's character is doing that kind of almost trying to, it's weird because she knocks on the door and says Sergeant like that. She walks past and goes in the room. She gets naked. And she does that dance. Beautiful Sergeant. And,
dancing to the song in the bar downstairs it's, now she's gyrating in the thing and she's I love the bit where she's, she's tapping bang, on the she's wall she's banging on the thing trying to entice him enticing. so it's almost like an African yeah, kind of yeah, yeah, mating yeah. ritual isn't it going on there again because it goes towards the pagan yeah yeah well that's what I like about it um, but I think there's that little bit where I think well, why is he getting all wound up by this one it's only someone just who's banging on a wall well, is this his imagination? But I like the fact that you see he's, he's trying to keep his Christianity and his religiousness, and you see the clips of him in the church taking care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's fighting. I like that though. That it's fighting against. It's really, that, that's just shows you how really it is. A film's completely changing. Yeah. It don't make a lot of difference. But the interesting thing about that is like that when she comes in to give him a cup of tea in the morning, yeah. what she say to him? I invited you around last night because I can't. It's nothing personal. Yeah, I'm just and so he does like her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, cause the thing is, oh, he's just like this robot. Yeah, because he's drinking yeah. and he's angry. Well, yeah, because he has a point. And I think, he, and you see his anger when he goes out. When he get well, once he gets to the pub, he gets to the Green Man, and he walks in, and he, he, I mean, it's a very dubious. That pub has not changed, by the way. No, like it's my favourite scene in the film. It's the uh, the, the Landmark store. Uh, yeah. Oh, I love that song. Yeah, yeah, yeah that. and the fact that I think it's brilliant. I think it's a brilliant story. That is, it's real. Well. Yeah, so I think yeah. this is the thing Reach this we've talked about this film that it shot more like a documentary mm, mm. you know that 70s thing where didn't have the money for a just shoot it because yeah. a load of people like, were real people on the bloody island and, the island, and that's why it seems real and the can act this isn't because you've always if I like Mike Lee stuff a lot of it People just see me with non-actors, seem a bit weird, but that mm. they're not, because they're in their environment, aren't yeah. they? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's in there. I'd love to go there, me and him are like, because we've got to go to that. Well, got, could they do a Wicker Man festival, don't they? Yeah, well, bear in mind that none of these films is filmed on an island. No, 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 no. It's, 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 it's done free, so it's, it's quite yeah. easy to get to, but, yeah. Yeah, you know. Um, but, I mean, no, even the, the, the we've had um, Sergeant Harry arriving on the airboat. That, that beautiful, think, oh, that landscape. Oh. And you think, my God, it's like Lord of the Rings. Now, some of that is actually stock footage from Jamaica. 
Is it? Yeah, because the blossom weren't on the yeah, trees yeah. at that time. So they had to film it over there. And they, well, even stuff footage up on the board or something like that. Because it was filmed in November. Yeah, yeah. And as we know, blossom is the summer. Yeah, yeah. So they actually stick the blossoms on the trees when they're making this oh, film. Right. But beautiful I, I think, And this is where I, I was really happy because seeing Iwa walking along and he's got that authority about him. And he, it's right from the beginning where he's taking no shit from the harbour. Oh, give, give, give me the dinga. Give me the dinga. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He goes, you've got no authority to come in here. I have. Give me the dinger. Yeah, I am a police officer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The thing is, he's always polite. Yeah. You remember, I was watching this film, because I watched it so many times. You know what's like when you watch film, must have saw this film 20 times in my life. So every time you look at it, you look at different stuff. Mm. And I can put on my podcast, like, I have to stop myself getting lost in this film. Because I get lost in it because I love it so much. So it's like, no, sit back and try and watch the film Mm. and look at stuff what's happening in it. And and I thought, he's really polite all the while. As Edward Woodward says, he goes, um, he says on the interview, he turns around and says, he's the good guy in this. He's the good guy. But he's a pain in the arse. And that's what he says, but he's a copper and he's searching for a, a girl who has gone missing. And this is what I love about it. And I think it's, it's well, now that I love about it, is the fact I really like him as a character. Yeah. I like Sergeant Howie. I don't not, like the locals. He's not a bad but person. that's not saying that, that well, ultimately the, the locals are bad at the end. Bad but, in the end, but, but it's there, it's there. And that's what the Christopher Lee stuff's all about. Yeah. Now, in the final cut, there's lots more of that, mm. that talking about his grandfather and that. And it's what he's true, what he says, because all that stuff is so right. Now, if you're in your history, paganism was the, was the religion of England and Britain and yeah. Scotland before the Romans come and Christianity and destroyed it all. Mm. And that's what he's saying in that. He said, you know, you've had your God, yeah. you know, because you've got resurrection. And that's why he's even got, that's, you know, he puts the, the uh, umbilical cord on there. Not the yeah. It's like, well, you know, you believe in a God that is like a zombie. Mm. Jesus is a zombie. He yeah. rises from the dead if you believe that stuff. So I mean, there's a lot in this film and it's like, you, you know, he's thinking that his religion is better than his, but no, no, that's no. how. And that's but how religion is they, really. They, they both, the interesting thing as well is that they're arguing about that, but both of them are about resurrection. Yeah. He says, no, because we come back or something else. And then you realise that the, Rowan, Rowan the, the, the girl who's missing, He's also a hare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I like that. The way oh, that, yeah. the, 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 but, you know, there's, when he goes to his room, and uh, that's a really good setting as well, the fact that his, his hotel room's overlooking stuff, and he, he, as he walks out, he just goes for that walk. And he, he, I don't know how you, it was in the cinema, but it's really dark on the DVD, and you can just make out... No, you see a lot women. more. You see a lot more. Yeah, and you think, okay, you, they know, I know what they're doing. They're copulating on the graves and all this kind of stuff. And it's like, but... There was a bit in um, when I was like, it almost looked like he was a freeze frame for yeah. a few seconds, and I'm there going, "That's my no, DVD no, stuff." Like but he weren't. And he... Well, like that in the final cut. No. It's quite long because it's oh. like a like a naked woman riding on a on a grave. But it's like what I like about that bit. Do you think is... that works though? Do you? Emma don't like that bit. No. Emma doesn't like that. But I like it because what's what's this film all about, really? For it's... the for the people on the island, with it. it's about sex. <laughs> it's, about it's a film that's all about sex. It's about the and fans, it's like, isn't it? yeah, yeah, and it's all about that. What does he talk about? That all your religion does, all your god do, is stop you enjoying the world, nature, mm. yeah. and that's what it is for them. They love nature. Mm. It's not they're not they're not devil worshippers. The worship, which is the oldest God, when you think about it. the sun, without the sun, you can't grow. That has been, so yeah, it's been yeah. before there was Christianity, mm. people were worshiping the sun because it is the God. Mm. It gives us, it gives you energy, it gives you food, it does everything. Well, he also says something totally wrong as well. When you notice the photograph has gone from 1972, yeah, yeah. 
And and he says, oh, no, it's broken. And he, he finds out the fact that they, they have had a really bad harvest, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? And which, again, is we we still celebrate the Harvest Festival. We still have it. I don't even probably don't it's, do it. They still do it. Yeah. Right. But I, well, I remember, but I'll tell you what they don't do anymore. And we were talking afterwards. Like, we used to do the Maypole at school. They still do the Maypole. Well, in Bromsgrove, where I live, <laughs> uh, we, had the, Maypole, thought, we yeah, had the May Festival there. But I thought, so. yeah, and I thought, you know, it makes you think that this is our... And this is not a racial element now. This is this is white English culture. Yeah, 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 yeah. This this is what we. This what is, is we've, we've got away so far from that. And this is you know anyone can do it. I'm not bothered about colour you are or where you come from. Mm. But the point is we've lost all this, and that's what this film's all about. They're still hanging on mm. to what they what they are. Everyone's happy. The this film. They're all happy. That's the that's everyone's the thing, happy. And he's not. He's not happy. And this is this is what I think really pulls you in and the reason why I think because the book's called Ritual isn't it the Ritual yeah. the book's called and I think there's especially the Maypole scene now I never really thought much about because I was the Maypole king and oh, my, my, my friend Kim was the Maypole Didn't queen didn't do a weird dance like they do because that's a really creepy no, dance no right because uh, I, I was on 4th of September and yeah. Kim was 30, well, yeah. he's the 3rd of September she's a day older than me and so we were always and we did the Maypole and we were at but it, it, is a, it is a sign of fertility. It's a, you're dancing it's around the valley. But obviously, we, when you're kids, you don't... You know, you don't yeah, know I'm saying that. It's a massive big... I've got to say... It's not a cock ball, man. <laughs> you know the guy who's doing the, the clap, the singing? Yeah, I like, like, yeah, no, you know who he reminded me of? Yeah. And he listens to this podcast, so we can go there. Uh, our friend uh, Thor Hammer, Simon Bignall. <laughs> the woods there grew a tree and a fine fine tree was he and on that tree there was a limb and on that limb there was a branch and on that branch there was a nest and in that nest there was an egg and in that egg there was a bird and from that bird a feather came and of that feather was a On that bed there was a girl, and on that girl there was a man, and from that man there was a seed, and from that seed there was a boy, and from that boy there was a man, and from that man there was a grave, and from that grave there grew a tree. It looked like him. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like Simon. That's like that would work. That'd be fucking that would be more, more than some chocolates, eh? Yeah. <laughs> but I think that is a brilliant scene because. And also, you don't notice it, but it's only boys dancing around the maypole. I didn't notice that no, 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 no. until he walks to the classroom. Yeah, yeah, the girls. And it's all the girls yeah. in the classroom. That's now that scene there is He was said that the reason said when they're watching the legal gentleman. He said he said I'll be honest. We stole everything we did from this film. Oh really? They said that. I said we did. Said we even told her. Said we did. Said that was our. But so what? so did Edgar Wright and Simon Pegg for um, Edgar Wright was there. Fuzz. Edgar Wright was there. Oh really? And he said he was on Twitter saying, yeah, this yeah. is his most influential film. But he was saying that 
the score scene mm. is really good because it tells you what's happening. Yeah. The bug is is yeah. Edward Woodward is going round the one way and it's Eddie. And she goes, what is what did you but you don't realise it until afterwards. Until after and it. that's what I love about this film. It's all there. Yeah, everything's all there setting it up. Yeah, when you know, when you know, you know. You know. Well, I, but also the fact, bearing in mind that I, you know, watching it again after so long, I didn't get those yeah. things, uh, and uh, so for me it was like, uh, brilliant. And, and I also didn't deliberately didn't do my research whilst I. Uh, I'd, say that, I'd say that for anyone, anyone yeah. who hasn't seen this film, turn off the podcast. And I can say, yeah, yeah, I can, yeah, mainly, mainly, I reckon more probably outside of Britain. Because it's just part of Britishness. Like. Yeah, but I think no. In America, they have all these rent fests, don't they? Where it's kind of, and I know America's a lot more religious than what we are, but they they still have these kind of polls. And and like that. Yeah. So there's there's got to be an element of it. Watch this film without reading anything about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, I think that if you do read about it, it will spoil it because you'll think, oh. I don't even know what's it. Not the ending is, mm. but the ending doesn't. It's how it gets there. It's yeah, how it it's gets how there. Build up and, uh, interesting fact for you. Uh, you know the girls in the school. Yeah, right. Uh, They're old. That's twenty one. Of course they are. Because everyone's going. Because it's uh, it must They're have meant been to be twelve. Yeah, yeah. It's a bit yeah. too expensive. Yeah, they didn't have the money did they? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, one of them looks really old. Really old. But the, I think it's the girl who who, who turns around and she's laughing at the bug in the thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I love her reaction when uh, Howie turns around and says, "Then why don't you let it go, lass?" You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's really angry about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when he says the register and he goes, "She's her name's in the register," and he, he calls them all like liars, and the teacher says, "You're the biggest liar out of a lot of them." I love that because his authority, he's, he's winning. Yeah, he's yeah. not giving up. Nah, That's nah, what's nah. great about this. Yeah. And all the way through, you think, he's going to win this. He's going to beat oh, this. You don't even know, you know what's happening. Yeah. That's a good film. Even when you know the ending, you still want it to be different. Yeah, yeah. That's a good film to me. I think the whole build-up to... Yeah, you keep hearing about Lord Summerlies. Is Summerlies? Summerlies. Summerlies. You keep hearing about this Lord... Now, we know it's Christopher Lee. And you see him briefly in the background riding on his horse, right? But all the way through that, he's being made out, well, who is this guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you think, because you know Christopher Lee as Dracula, all the way through, you're thinking he's going to be this stiff, austere... De- and he turns up, and he's got, like, 60s hippie-ish clothing on, long yeah. hair, really happy. Come on in, have a... Oh, well, nice guy. Nice guy. And all the way through that, the, the, you've got the eeriness of the island, and you know... What, and so many films have copied these, and I'm sure oh. it happened before this, where never trust locals. No, no, American no, no. Wealth in London did it really well as well, you know, remember the Alamo. Never trust the lo- The locals are always up to something, and it's in any kind of TV thing. But the first time I think something is, is really horrific is when you get the hand lamp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you get the hand. Well, that's when it... That's when it... Could, like, it's like you did... You intimated earlier, didn't you, that... It's not a horror film to me. This no, film. I think it's more. It's got it's got horrific things in it, but until the last fifteen minutes, there's no nothing horrific. No, in I it. think it's actually no. more suspense. There's no blood. There's no, no violence. No. And like I said, it's hard to what really happens. Not much really. He just stumbles round investigating. How, 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 how many dead people do you see in this film? Well. Uh, only the one in the one in the, the one with the that with his hands on the yeah and it's the guy and I I find that a bit disturbing because he opens the coffin 
You know there's going to be something in it. But the fact that they've got the coins on the eyes, that bothers me. That's paying the ferry man, isn't it? Paying the ferry man. But there's something about... I'm a bit funny about stuff like that on eyes. And it's like, now, I'll, tell you what, I'll tell you one big scene that there is in the film that's different. Just because we're talking a bit about Christopher Lee there. Right mm. now, in this scene, he's got a son. You don't... Without this scene, you don't know he's got a son. Oh, right, okay. Right? The night before she's after him, after Edward Woods, right? He's there's a scene where he's in his kilt and his finger and he's walking with his son. Oh, he's got the son's got a white long shirt on. Yes. Right? And he looks up and she's out the window and he and he goes, Here's my son, I'm offering it to you, Willow. Show him a good time. And he goes up. Ah. Okay. And and then you realise that Willow is sort of the guard of you know, like, he calls her, he calls her, you are Aphrodite incarnate. Mm. And I thought, and when that interview with Bregson, so that was her favourite bit, because that had showed you, because when she did that film, she was saying, Emma saying, my God, what a, what a whore. Mm. Not a whore, it's part of that island. Yeah. She's fertile and mm. she, you know, it, it's not well, looking at... Does that mean, though, that virtually everyone's... Uh... Well, the thing is, they're not looking down. What I like about that, what they're saying is, they don't look down on pleasure. No, where he no. does, even though he wants it. Yeah. But he's got God in the way, stopping him. And they're like, well, get rid of that. If you want to have sex, have you sex. Have sex yeah, if you yeah, want yeah. to drink, drink. If you want to do whatever you do, do it. Mm. It's nature. To be like the same thing as all the Greek and the Romans kind of attitude towards stuff, wasn't it? Yeah, really? it's, it's nature. It, it's it's na- nature. The only thing that stops that is your morals, and most of them morals are from a religion that in the scale of the planet is very modern. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because like when the Romans come over, you know, Caesar talked about that when he went to the pagan camps, said everyone was so happy and everyone was drinking and eating and having sex with each other. Mm. There was no problem. He said it was other people that put them on them because mm. oh, you can't be happy. Yeah, party, how, how party, dare you poop, be, party poop is coming yeah, in. How dare you be happy? Yeah, yeah. We want to control you. Mm. And that's where you get the states want to control people's pleasure because there's no doubt there's a hippie feel to this film, isn't there? Oh, there really is. I mean, but I, I would have said, hippie. yeah, but good hippie. Good hippie. I would have gone like, this is like, because let's face it, bad hippie was Woods, Woodstock era, Manson. Manson and all that. So I reckon you're looking at kind of 64, 65, you know, the, the light at the end of the beat, well, the, when, the, when the Beatles first started. I think it was just after the beatnik. Beach beat, boys kind of and stuff. And it was all folk. Yeah, that kind folk of thing. Folk and, you know, about the people. Mm. It weren't about dropping acid. None of that shit in it. It's not about banning the bomb. None of that shit. Mm. It was about people. Hippie was about going back to the land. And this is what this film's all about, you know. Yeah. The back to the land. That's their, that's their God heaven. It's there. I think I think as well that one of the great scenes in this film is is as well the dance around the stones, the the, the naked but they're not they actually wearing. And he can't understand that. I like that. They've got no clothes on, but it'd be dangerous. And it's right. It's right. It's right. Isn't it? Because it'd be dangerous to jump over fire with clothes on. Yeah. They actually are wearing body suits. Yeah, you yeah. can tell that from the back. Little no, bit yeah, on the final cut, you could because that was all cleared up and you could, oh, see. You could see. It didn't really. Well, it doesn't matter, does it? Because I mean, it was never like, meant to be that no. clear, was it? No, so. No, no. But yeah, I like that. But that's why they don't know. What you know? What they're saying is what he says, and then what they're doing, man. He said, "Well, the dancing fertility is a good thing, isn't it?" Yeah. And he, yeah, the problem is every time he ain't got no answers to it, has he? No. He's just offended. But Not I, really offended himself. I, I, I also what? think that he's kind of like if after a certain amount of time, because clearly he he he, he likes the look of Willow. 
he's got that kind of want in him. It's right. never particularly explained. Not many men. Right. But even <laughs> the rhythmic banging about that was really good to the music. I think it's such a well done, well choreographed. It's a, such a beautiful you. song. And I think is. she actually did, made all that up herself. I think that's like such that. a beautiful song. But you don't like her dad. For a start, no, he's rather that. camp as well, isn't he's he? Really he's got camp. like a cravat on, which is like <laughs> yeah, really weird. He's really, he, he just comes across as someone like you know, being a father, you kind of think, well, you, you know. But again, I'm looking at it from general, you know, British Christianity to a exactly. Like, you know? And you think, well, and then all these kind of leching dirty old men in the pub who sing that thing in the land of the door she's part of it, but she's, she's laughing, yeah, and she's, she's laughing. not in this, is it? But, she's not embarrassed from what she likes, yeah. This idea about slangs and tarts and what are these things are made by men yeah. to make them feel bad. She's not bothered nah. because they're not bothered. It's all like, I'm how like having sex. I'll have sex with you. Do you want it? Yeah, all right. Didn't it remind you, though, of also kind of like, you know, bars in like 1600 and 1700s in London where you had that kind of the Bo- barmaid going Bo- Bo- yeah, 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 yeah. slapping them on the arm and all that kind of stuff. A thing. bit like, in a weird way, a bit like the way in, it's completely different, but... I will say it. Okay. A bit like the way in Carry On. You know, that yeah, sex and boredomness is seen as fun and it's not a thing seaside, to be... Seaside humour. It's not... A, you know, shouldn't be ashamed of it. Yeah. That's just a bit weird because it's old men with young girls. Mm. But that's just because they were... But if it was younger men, you'd be well, no one's hurt in them films. No one's hurt. They're all having... No, no. Well, fact, the women always fact, win. That's they the always win, don't they? That's the thing. Carry On, Carry On. Carry on the, the, yeah, uh, women always win. win. People get it wrong. It's sexist. No, they're not. No. The men are idiots. Yeah, and they, they, they end up looking like kind of degenerates. Yeah. But I mean, uh, what I, I love as well about that, they, he knows that the girl's still alive. And he, he goes and searches for her, filmed in Wookie Hole in the caves. Yeah, yeah. And Interestingly though, right? Mm. I, I want to jump in here, right? Yeah, yeah go for Because... One of the one of the people they had on stage was uh, was the guitar player and they played all the uh, wind instruments mm. for Magnet who did the soundtrack. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. He was like he's like he's seventy odd, nine seventy three of them left, and that was my favourite bit. Him talking about the music yeah, when they started yeah, with the finger. He said, "Why well, you called Magnet?" He said, "It's the only name we could think of because he wanted <laughs> to sell records." But he said, "Oh, he said the only thing we we're told, the only caveat we had, Roy, was all the instruments had to be acoustic because you have to walk with them." That's why they're in the procession. Right. But okay. he said, apart from one part, he said, when we were asking the music for this, the cave bit, we thought, what kind of music can we put on? And I just went, we've got to put rock music, haven't we? Rock. Uh, rock. Right. That's the only electric bit. In it, it is, isn't it? That was done in an overdub. Uh, because they said they made music, and it just didn't sound right, because all the music's gentle yeah. and wishy-washy and a big psychedelic. So the one something it's like it's changing now, mm. and that's why they did the only rock yeah. track in it. Because 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 when he knocks out, say the, the the barman, the husband who's playing the jester, we know get the thing the procession. He's only a bit of violence, really. That's the only bit. Even though, can I say something that don't work in this film? Though? Mm. No, I want to ask you because I was asking this Emma last night. I didn't really think about that, right? You know that he talks about this right at the end of the film, right? He says you've you've come here on your own accord. Everything we've done, we've pushed you to this situation. Yeah. What about when he knocks him out and nicks his... Nicks his costume. How would he know that? Well, that bit, don't... No, what, what, he was like, well, you know, I am a pudding. No, because he's doing it when they think he's asleep. Yeah, but there is a bit where, if you remember, right, they're talking about it, aren't they? Right, he's asleep, but 
he's that, not a slave. Then they know he's not a slave. So they know right? he's not a slave. So he's deli- they're deliberately talking quite loud and think about it. And Britt Eklund keeps looking at him. And he's on about the jesting. And as he turns around, he sees him walk past in the jester. Yeah, but I would say, though, I'm thinking back too much, but would he think, right, he's going to knock me out and tie me up? No, he wouldn't. No. But it doesn't matter because... But there's another thing in that, though. Sometimes you've got to get to eight. Like, like, eight to the taken in it. Yeah, yeah, driving yeah. the boat. Anyway. Yeah, no. <laughs> but there is also a bit which I don't get, is the Christopher Lee's character talks down to the jester... He does. He says, what's again? That's not dancing. Yeah. <laughs> now, you can understand a little bit of it. You go... Yes, because it's not the jester. And he, he didn't. But he says another thing and he goes, you know, get over there again. As if he's been a, an arse many times. It's like he hasn't, the Lord hasn't got any time for it. Now, whether it's because he's the jester. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Yeah, like, but it's almost like he's talking down to him. Yeah. Now, is that because of the fact they know it's not the jester? They know yeah, it's I just it's think Harry? some of the time that they've got no money. So they're just, you know... Mm. You, you can't put everything in, no. can you? You know, no. you're not meant to be thinking about that, really. Are no, you? of course not. Because that but, possession yeah. bit—that's our like, job to do. That possession bit is so good. Yeah, it's so good. That bit is, and the mass are amazing in it, in mm. And that band I said, there's a band called uh, I think they're called well, anyway, Broad Broadside Scare, and they're a band now that do the soundtrack. Oh, okay. Right, I'd and be now, good to go and see. Oh, I'd love to go and see them. Yeah. Also, I'd love to see them with the cloud of music to the film, like Ooh, I saw anyway. But they come on, they come on to stage with the procession. It's on YouTube and doing it. Well, you know the bit where Harry goes to get in, the, in his boat to go off and the boat's been yeah. sabotaged, right? That bit where you just see them stand up over by the wall yeah, and they're yeah, wearing yeah. those spooky yeah, yeah, masks. Yeah. And then, oh, you know something's changing there. You know yeah. something's happening With the whole yeah. of the village is like, well, it's not the whole of the village because there's only about 10 of them. We're not standing around the thing. It's probably because of health and safety, actually, yeah. more than anything. But when Harry sees the girl, her, I don't, I should have got the name of the actress, but. Her acting is superb because she goes, I, I need to get away. And he, he runs off oh, and goes yeah, through that. the cave. And then when they pop up, she goes, did I do well? She's the only really bad person. She's really, really bad to well, him, really. Him really and, and I suppose Christopher Lee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ingrid Pitt, who, when you think Ingrid Pitt's in it and the fact that you think, well, where's Ingrid Pitt? She plays like the, the registrar. Yeah, they yeah. call her the librarian for somebody. She's not the librarian. Do you know, the they wanted her for the Brett Eklund part. Oh, really? Brett Eklund was saying, said, they didn't want me. None of them wanted me. But 
So they wanted Ingrid Pitt because she was such a hammer finger. Yeah, and worked with Chris. Even Lee. though she's probably a bit too old to play that Willow I, part. Do you not think that that would have worked even better because it might have older been. population? Because otherwise, yeah, I tell you, there is that in this. It's like there is a lot of seventies. Like Emma said, there's still the alternative. This film, there's still the you know, gratuitous nudity for Ingrid Pitt yeah. in the bath. There's no need for that bit. No, I ain't gonna moan about it. But I think there's no need for that bit. It just opens the door. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, and it's really camp it's like oh, hilarious. But it was the 70s yeah. and it was quite Larry in England in the 70s wasn't it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but I also quite but also funny enough that uh, uh, Teddy Woodward's acting now where he looks and he looks embarrassed and walks like I actually was a bit like that yeah, yeah. Like, because I was watching it with my wife and yeah, daughter yeah, yeah, in, yeah, in yeah. the room Thankfully, I, I, my daughter was too busy watching something I'm thinking but I'm still conscious of it going, and they're going oh. and I did that embarrassing dad thing where I went oh Tits. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, that, that, that was a bit because that's the only bit. I said yeah. that's the film. It could have its time work. Yeah, because there's no male. There's no male. And the, problem, the only time the sort of is, you know, what you do see is, you know, when they like the blokes in the kilts and they're doing that thing with the sword. Yeah. In the final cut, because it's so clear, we see their asses. Oh, really? Because so they're proper Scotsmen. Oh, but okay. I've never saw that before because yeah. I went, mean, and then because. Well, you know, he's an Brazilian. You know, I ain't, I ain't, but you know, I'm all, all encompassing now. We've seen the scenes. I say, and put that bit. It's like, oh, it's a bit cheeky. Now that that scene as well, where they're doing it with the swords, I I find that quite disturbing with the chop chop. They're gonna, they're gonna because cut because there's a classic bit though that you think just before that there's a classic bit was in all horror films in the 60s where they'd have them going to a library and read an old book yeah out, you know, loud, out loud and they go that you had so many things were like that then to investigate this thing and you'd look oh god then Matt Madden would be like showing a book and that's a really good bit when he's yeah. talking about that the Jester mm. from, uh, from Italy isn't it yeah yeah Italian yeah, thing yeah, yeah, but yeah, I like yeah. all that and, uh, and it's true because I was looking last night there's still some of these weird harvest festivals you know there's a thing down in Somerset, where they have the cider, and on the first day of the picking of the cider, they have this really weird procession oh, really? where they're all the town. I think I've seen that, the mask. Yeah. Because they do with like the bees pollinating, which comes from, you know, how someone everyone hates the Nicholas Cage one, right? Yeah, I've I, never seen it. I don't hate that because it's a different film. If it would have been called something different, it would have been all right. The problem mm. was a bit like we've talked before with the Italian, Italian job. job. Yeah. Shouldn't have been called that. Mm. But that thing about the bees is sort of in the book as well, you know? Yes, yeah. You know, 
think about it, pollinating mm. the Queen, it's very part of that thing. Yeah, yeah. But it's because all oh, the bees, but people need to, it's not this film. Mm. Honestly, if you can watch it, it's not nearly as bad as you think it's going to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's got Nicolas Cage in it. It's fun. You know about. I mean, it's the thing as well, I quite, you don't really get that. It's like where he has that terrible lunch. And on there, go, you know, he dishes the lunch. And on there, go. Well, that's when you should realise that what's gone on. It's a, it's a clue again, isn't it? Because yeah. they've got no, no fruit. They've got nothing it? because yeah. it's all eating tin food. Yeah. And you, but you go. I, I don't know if you thought this in the cinema. I went. I went, me and Kel were just talking about how nice tinned potatoes tinned are. Tinned potatoes, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I like tinned potatoes. Blood beans should not be purple. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> going, all right. But the whole ending bit, which you know, is still quite horrific, where they strip him of his clothes. Put him in that white smock, and he's wondering. He knows he's going to die, so he starts doing that. But the great thing about that is that Edward Wood's reaction. Bear in mind, he hadn't learned because they were rushing it. He had no lines. Bloody hell! His reaction to the wicker man. Yeah, yeah. Oh, good he's Lord. real. It's great. It's because great. he'd never seen it. Yeah. Oh, the only thing he'd seen was drawings. Oh. So the first, they kept the camera rolling. So when they pulled him up and he saw it. It was like, his, the look of like astonishment. It was, I think, generally like, bloody hell, the set designers have done a cracking job here. But then he thought, I'm, I'm acting. And that's why he does, the, which I used to hate that. Oh, God. But now. Yeah, you understand. I it. love it. Really I think amazing. it's brilliant. Oh, God. Oh, Jesus Christ. And the guy, you know, the guy who lifts him up? Uh, a, a real life cable tosser that fellow is because he's that bit when he's in a pub and he's got that bloke on his shoulder. On his shoulder, yeah. <laughs> With the way he just walks in and pushes him over. <laughs> yeah, the, the the whole thing when it gets put in, it's a beautifully built structure, that is. I mean, I don't know how much that yeah, costs, but it must have fucking got must have, Because you've got the animals in there and you think, oh, that's the disturbing bit. Yeah. Because you're no, I, don't, as I well. think a couple of animals died during that. I think they did. I'm not sure. I know the goat did piss on Edward Woodward because he got, he got panicked and pissed on him. But when he's. But I like his stoicism in that, though. When he wins. Yeah. The thing is, he curses them. Yeah. He curses them. And you think, I'd love to know. Whether it's in the book or whether it's in the willow tree, wicker tree. What happens afterwards? Oh, Did they have a good harvest? Well, this is it, right. You know, you love... It's, I wouldn't want to have because you can't... I wouldn't suppose you could dig a, like, a proper sequel. Mm. It'd be really interesting because that bit, I'd be missing. Oh, I, I don't think the police are that. Where's that missing copper? Yeah. Come on. Ah, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> They'd be investigating. We didn't like him anyway. They know where he was going so that I would love to see... Something done like that would be really good going back to the island, but the problem is you ain't got Christopher Lee, it's too long. And because yeah. this film never made no money, I think if you would have made money, you might have got a so sequel. The, is the Wicker Tree, does that kind of like, is that a link it's to It's sort of a film on its own, but it's sort of linked to the religion mm. they're talking about. Oh, okay. Like I said, it's, it's very unmemorable, mm. it's got it's really cheap. I mean, compared to that, it's really cheap. Uh, I mean, when Harry's. When Sergeant Harry is in there and he's, he's, he's kind of like resigned to the fact. Yeah, we're singing that song in there. And then Lord, he's is my shepherd. Lord is my shepherd. Oh, sing that. We sing that. The Albion. Do you know that's my. Oh, really? I said to him, how fucking weird is that? Albion sing it every. After the. When the game starts, after singing the Liquidator, after five minutes, all get up and start singing The Lord is my shepherd. Oh, how come? Why I've got no idea. idea. Started about 20. I think it was when we were nearly going down. Oh. We nearly went down, and someone said, Bloody hell, help us, God, the Lord is my shepherd. And that's where it come from. Oh, and if you did the album, they've got it there, which is weird. And it's the Wicked Wicked Man, which is one of my favourite films. Yeah, isn't it? that's mad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, lo- I love the fact that he curses them. I curse this land that you, you shall drive. And he's like. 
brilliant. Yeah, it's brilliant. Even even at the end, and they're all doing that weird. They're all doing, yeah, doing weird that kind dancing. of sleigh it's dancing. Fucking creep. The funny enough is that the one who's not doing a very good dancing and I probably because the fact she's pregnant, pregnant yeah, and yeah. that happens in the movie. But what a crap! I don't know how they did it. I mean, obviously you can see that Wicker Man's held up by wires. They must have pulled the head down at yeah, the yeah. right time, but it doesn't look like it. It looked like it, the head of the Wicker Man naturally burns, and as it falls, you've got that beautiful shot of the sunset. And yeah. I'm thinking, I don't know how you ah. did that because you wouldn't have been able to have reshot it. No. There's no, that's not an edit. It's no. just so well done. And I just think, and when that happened, I went, you know what? This is one of the great things about doing this podcast is the fact I've gone, I've gone from a film that I didn't like, a bit like the pocket. Though my opinion of pocket is still a bit wary, but I'm there going, seeing it from 50 year old instead of 19 year old. When you're old, like, that oh, better. Yeah, it's like, oh man, because I'm no looker looking at it of. Edward Woodward as because I used to love Callan and I used to love the Equalizer and I'm no, no longer looking at him now I'm looking at him as Eddie who's no longer here yeah, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? and all the other great films that he did and I'm thinking this is brilliant and I think I'm so glad I got this box set because I want to watch the director's cut yeah. now. I mean, yeah. I could sit and watch it again tonight, not a problem. Yeah, absolutely. Not a problem. As long as you know, I think the reason this was done is no reason this saw is the director's son saying that the problem with this film is. That didn't allow to market it. It mm. said at the time, it was a time of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh right, okay. Right, so it was and everything was gore was coming in there, and it was and that is and it isn't like that. It's like a folk tale, isn't it? The it's fun- like a folk tale, really. The funny thing is, though, is that I can, I know people say, "Oh, we just got tied on to Don't Look Now," but actually, if you think about it, I, I think that's a brilliant I've double bill. Well, to me, when you have a double bill, wouldn't that be good to have that now? When I go to, if I want to see a double bill, which I've done a few, you want different films, yeah. not the same kind of films. No, not in that. When I went and saw my first double bill, I ever went and saw was Hawk the Slayer and Staten Three, right at Alan Rock. When I was about nine, my mum got me in because she knew the manager; she could get me in. Mm. Yet again, me watching way too early films was one of my desensitised. And I mean, it blew my fucking blew my tongue in my mind. What, what's, this li- what's this line that from? That was hard, isn't it? Blew my blew tongue in my mind. What's this line from? And he goes, uh, that's the thing, Tim. You've got to learn. He goes, I would punch a bloke out for saying Hort the Slayer was crap. In reality, what I should have said, Dad, you're wrong. You're <laughs> yeah, it's from space, isn't it? It's a fact. Oh, I love Hort the Slayer. I love it. Anyway, <laughs> I love, it's another film that I haven't watched since then. And I don't want to, because I've had so much of that lately. You're watching films a lot when you're a kid and you realise a lot of the machine. I honestly don't think I've ever done a double bill. I honestly what? don't think I have. I yeah, know. I've done a few. Yeah, I've done a few. I, don't I did think... uh, Evil Dead one and two. Uh, me and I went. went we did. Uh, we did Goodfellas and Casino, which was fucking amazing. I think the thing is, is that I, I, I mean, I've been. Tempted. You don't get on that much anymore. Yeah. I mean, I, I, you, well, you get marathons now, don't you? Where you get like Lord, of, you can watch all three Lord of the Rings, which even for me would be really hard to do. Um, I think I was tempted to go and see Superman one and Superman two, but. I, I'm not a great fan of Superman 1, which I know is terrible to say. Right, no, but no I, I love it because it reminds me of a kid. Yeah, it's just got it's one of the worst. We worst talk endings. about here, film's got one of the best endings of all time. Yeah. I think this this and uh, Planet of the Apes uh, endings are just would live in yeah, Because, again, the downer endings. Because the downer in the yeah. 70s, everyone yeah. knew things were shit. But that ending. Yeah. He's, he's probably, so Even we, the Superman fans at the time hated it. Oh, they? yeah, yeah, going back in time. <laughs> no! You're not powerful, is it? Uh, right, some some interesting little facts that we've always said. The, the film was shot almost entirely in the small Scottish towns of uh, Stranraer, uh, the gatehouse of Fleet, Newton Street, Kirk, Kudlight, uh, Cheat Town, Galway, Ooh. and 
Plockton in Voss. If we were millionaires, mates, we would go on a waffle on oh, fucking yeah. road trip. Absolutely, in a camper van. And my imagine that would be going around all them things. If you could do it, then we'll say that Wicker Man burning. <gass> oh, because yeah, another one would say the Wicker Man burning. No, they ain't stupid. What is this big, big, big one? I mean, it's really the same sort. I'd just love to bloody go. We should have a look at that because that's stupid. That'd be pretty good to do. Fucking achievable. Oh, we just fly up there for a start. Fucking achievable. As I said, the interior caves have done it. Walking home in Somerset, funny enough, what you were saying there. Hush Heath Estate. In uh, Stablehurst, Kent makes a brief appearance in the film, doubling as the Lord's uh, um, Orchard and Gardens. Uh, the climax of the film, of course, was shot at St Nina's Cave and on the clifftops of Burrow Head in Wigtownshire. Um, oh, yeah, you know the boat in the movie, right? The, uh, the, it's called the Evil Eye Boat. The dinghy, the dinghy, yeah. Uh, that was just by accident. Was that it? was actually already there what? and was still there until about 10 years ago when he got destroyed in a storm. Ah, oh, the idiots there, wouldn't they? They should have put that on a bloody, in a cage, a, a case or something, shouldn't they? Some uh, not sure things there. It says here that um, many years after making the film, Edward Woodward revisited some of the locations and claimed that he found the makeshift cross that how he makes out some pieces of wood still intact where he was left in the original scene. I don't think that's true. I think someone's made that up because that when Edward Woodward goes back to where that scene was done, the altar's not there, and him and Mark Commode to me and said, that must have been a prop then, and he didn't know it was a prop. Oh, right. So I think maybe someone would have put something out. One of the bit that it's all about, the only wee bit I never understood that bit, you know when he goes in, there's that woman with a breastfeeding the baby, holding an egg. Yeah, that's about uh, fertility. Yeah, it's just a really weird bit though, isn't it's, it? It's never explained, but well, the reason why she's holding the egg is because chicken and the egg. Yeah. It's just a weird... Yeah. It's like a hallucination bit. That's the only thing I read before watching this film was the fact that she's holding the egg because she wants to be pregnant again. Ah, And that's why she's sitting there doing that. Um, So Christopher Lee paid for his own press tour out of pocket and hit every stop willing to interview him about the movie. According to rumour, some farmers in Iowa were surprised to see him on live early morning public access shows. Just turning up there. What a great bloke he oh, is, specifically. Bloody hell. Uh, Brett of course, as we said, was dubbed by Annie Ross, and her body double for the new scenes was Lorraine Peters. Um, which, again, we've explained that. But, yeah, my, my opinion of this film has, has absolutely changed dramatically. I think it's like a fine wine, right? It, yeah. it gets better as it gets on. Mm. And I think you like it more as you get older, because when you're younger, I think you want films with loads of... Stuff happening. Yeah, you yeah, do yeah. because you, you you know you you know your brain's all over the place. Uh, and as you get older, you just sit and get in. Like I said, it's a fi- it's a film. It's got to get you get into a groove with it. Yeah, and it's like to sit back and take it in mm. the whole experience, not just the acting or the story, because the story is minor. Yeah, it's a minor story. It's the feel of it's it the, the music. Do you know what it's like? It's like the way Tarantino talks about The Shining. He said the mm. thing with The Shining. Right, it's not that it's the greatest film ever made, because it's not. It's the fact it's got a feel unlike any film ever made. Yes. And that's like this film, in it? It's yes. got a feeling it's got an that you can't be recreated. Yeah. It's got something about it. And also, the thing is, I think that's the reason why I'm not an overly great fan of other folk horror. I mean, I class it as a folk horror film because it's got folk music in it. There was something that someone said, right? I think it's something about that thing before. And, like, uh, the film critic from The Independent. Okay. She said something straight away. Emma said, oh, no, you're going to get... I get all really irate. <laughs> I argued with the fucking screen. I was like, no! Anyway, right? There's a bit where she's going, yeah, you know, Edith Bowman said to her, oh, when did you first see this film? Said something that all young people fucking say these days, yeah. and that anti-young people, this is these kind of young people saying, oh, I only saw... Uh, the, I got into you watching the Nicholas Cage film because the other film was born before I was born. 
Oh. Name a film critic who would ever say that. If you're a film critic, you like films, mm. not for... And I thought only a younger person would say that. Oh, well, just because it didn't fucking... Oh, they didn't know listen to Wagner anymore then. It was way before my time. I listened to yeah. Wagner. Way before my time. What an awful thing to say. It really weighed well, me up. Well, why, would we, why would we listen to The Doors then? Uh, exactly. And then <laughs> she said, Oh, the, this is part of the great folk trilogy. You know, it's Blood and Satan's Claw and mm. Witch Finder General, which I love. Um, uh, with a folk horror, a term uh, coined by Mark Gattis. Oh shit, my guy, he's invented that term, fucking folk horror. I remember folk horror in the 80s. Yeah. I, another folk horror. I'm a bit, I don't particularly agree with Finder General being classed as that. All it means, I think to me, folk horror just means it's film about what's happening in the local area. Well, you might to as well call it local horror then. Folk, that folk, local, in German, folk, you know, the word folk comes from the German word volk. Meaning people, Volkswagen, mm. people's people car, right? Yeah. That's what it is. All it means is people. You learn that, something every day, listeners. And this is why folk horror means. Like, you think about folk horror in this. The horror is in the area. Mm. It's not a monster, it's in the area. Which find a general, because it's about the witch things are happening at the time. Blood on Satan's Claw okay. is a film about finding that's about Satan's Claw. And yeah, but so, don't you know that's more of a, of a collective horror it, then? It's yeah. just another term that doesn't really mean anything. Yeah. It, I, we, you know what it means. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know exactly what it means by folk horror, but it's not really a term, because what is in the folk horror? It takes a chance, someone's going to be a fucking mm. folk horror. Children of the Corn, it's like a folk horror. It's about oh, bloody, yeah, 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 in yeah. the bloody corn, in, it, in the wheat, mm. growing the wheat. But... We know what we mean by it, but I don't like that term. I suppose you could class deliverance to a certain degree, well, can't you? Because it's to do with locality. Australia, that's loads of them kind of walkabout. Wolf, Wolf Creek. Wolf, Wolf Creek, walkabout. Well, it's not a horror film, but it's like a folk film. It's about the land yeah, and the... I think we all know the only reason why people watch walkabout. It's my wife's all-time favourite. And it ain't about... You don't get that in Call the Midwife. It's my wife's all-time favourite film. A walkabout. Funny enough, you know, you know, I've, you know, I've been once again listening to Bill Bison's uh, thing mm. of that. Uh, I'm not going to go on about this, but they found uh, they was trying to work out how long Aboriginal settlers had been in Australia. It's fascinating, like, isn't it? Six hundred twenty, no, sixty-two thousand, sixty-two thousand, sixty-two thousand years. That's just because they, they dug up uh, a thing. But as as Bison turns around and says, you got to remember that. Australia has well, always been an island. It's never been connected no, no. to anything. It might be, maybe. It's what it's going to animals, isn't it? Yeah. So. That means someone travelled there oh, no. on a boat. Oh! Now, there was no... Right? But to make a speed, a, a gingerous cultivation, they reckon you need to have 25 people oh, right, to do yeah. it. I don't yeah. know 25, not, well, it's not even. But, hey, that's oh, what oh, they oh, reckon. Oh, yeah. So that means if the person found it by accident, they then got back on the boat, and I think it was oh, Indonesia oh. would have been the closest, gone all the way out to me. Well, let's talk about this. Yeah, and I said, I'll tell you what, I found another place. Bear in mind, there was nothing there. Yeah, yeah. Took 25 people, get, get, I guess, and then started up their own thing. And then uh, get, and then ended up getting treated like shit. And you think, wow. Yeah. Wow. Oh, no, it, got, is. it is like we said earlier on, we've got a lot to blame. We've got a lot to blame for a lot of things, haven't we? Most of the bad <laughs> shit in the world is you, you, can, you, put a, you can put a thin diagram back to us. Back to us. <laughs> Damn it. Not <laughs> us. Our fucking forehead. We get blamed for all this shit. Yeah. Nobody's fucking us. No, bloody hell. Now then, Cal. Uh, I hope you enjoyed that. Of course, you can uh, buy The Wicker Man on Amazon, and I will be putting in our Amazon Associate link on there. Yeah, so if anyone wants to get it, have a look at that. Well, wait, it? Yeah, have maybe wait that. for that big box. Set. Oh, because I know I'm going to end up getting it. I know, Emma, yeah. because you're going to fucking get it now, ain't you? You know what? I, I told you, you know, I, I came very close to buying a Cagney and Lacey box set the other day. 
was £37, man. Yeah, are you going to watch it? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, you've watched one. Remember this one is, I watch it when I come home from school and it's like, it's not the 80s and everything's a bit shit. <laughs> yeah, i got cold beef and chips. Now, Cal, do you want to bring out, yeah, can, yeah, you, can yeah. you manage to bring out the, the, bring out, the jurious bring out the, Yeah, Bring out the AI. The AI is coming out. Look at that. Have you done it up? Have you punched it? Go on, short, uh, is it my turn this year? Is it my turn? Okay, this year. Okay, I think I have. I got one there. Yeah, you have. Yeah, I've yeah, got yeah, one yeah. there. What, what have we got? What have we got? We have got Soylent Green. Now yeah. then, now then, do you own this? I do. Shall I just go and buy one? It's a great film. Because last time I did that, as we did, we tell. Did we tell our listeners what happened on the last one? Yes. Oh, we did, did we? Because we got two pavlons. Thankfully, I own... Uh, you know, I still... Someone must have borrowed that, you know. I think he might, he might be Bamba. Bam. Well, he's getting rid of all of his stuff now, so give him a shout out now. Yeah, Bamba. Bamba. Have you got Bamba? If you listen to this, have you got my wicker man? Because it's a Friday. <laughs> like I said, I weren't too bothered because I saw it in the cinema. So yeah. it really worked out. And then, you, and then you're going to buy the box set? I'm going to buy that box set. But so I'm going to know. I know that is because I watched it very recently because I've been for Charlton Heston. Uh, this would be good because I love buddy Chuck Heston. So. And you know, I'm not a great fan of Chuck Heston. Oh, I love him. So there you go. Act, not person, actor. Out of my dead yeah, 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 yeah. So then, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and anything in between, whatever you are, um, we're going to be doing Soil and Green. So you know the routine. You know what happens. You're going to hear all the information from our good friend Jen about our email address and of course can we join us on Facebook for any group and bear in mind all the all the things that are wearing up for the Waffle on Live in September yeah, yeah. Um, can't remember the date but yeah. it's around about meant to be recreating the Eklund dance live on stage absolutely and you're so. going to be my bottom double <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. imagine if you did imagine if you did imagine I, think, I, think, I reckon Anthony would be well up for it no, I reckon he'd probably clear in the moment. <laughs> it would be an amazing thing to do. What's this? Why is he banned? Why is he banned? <laughs> we would have asked for a deposit. And not that kind of deposit. <laughs> and on that bombshell, ladies and gentlemen, see you next month. Now listen to this banger.
listening to Waffle On. If you'd like to get in touch or join the mailing list, you can by emailing the guys at waffleonpodcast at gmail.com. You can also have some waffly fun by joining their Facebook page. Simply type in Waffle On Podcast in the search bar and away you go. This has been a Waffle On production. Copyright Simon Meddings and Mark C. Kelly. The Wicker Man. Yeah, your thoughts on that? Well, I never called it a horror movie. I, I, yeah, I... Some journalists said it was the Citizen Kane of horror movies. <laughs> and Anthony Schaffer, who wrote it, and Robin Hardy, who directed it, and I and the other people who were in it, we didn't think that was the right word to use. It's a brilliant film. A brilliant film. But I don't know how much you know about the history of that film. Do you know much about the history of the making of the film? You don't. Have any of you ever read a magazine called Cine Fantastique? Have you read the story about the making of The Wicker Man? You haven't? It's a whole whole magazine. Oh, I see. Well, I'm not going to go into the whole story. It's too complicated, but uh, we made the movie. Remarkable film, remarkable film, brilliantly written. And the part was written for me, which doesn't happen very often. Schaffer wrote it for me, personally. I was very happy to be in it. It's a remarkable film, and it's a cult film, still all over the world. They're talking about remaking it in America with Nicolas Cage. <laughs> no, that's, I mean, that's what Universal says. They're going to remake the movie, but I don't know what they're going to do. And somebody said they'd seen on the internet that they wanted me in the film. I thought, well, what do I play? Because if this is an American story, and he's an American, obviously, and everybody else is American, well, I can play Americans. 
But what would I do in the story? I could play Lord Summerall, obviously. Um, so I don't know what's going to happen. But when the film was finished, and I saw it, I thought there was an enormous amount of film missing. I would think at least 15 to 20 minutes. And I saw it with my agent and my wife in British Lab Projection Room in London in 1973. And we went upstairs and we saw the head of British Lab, there was a man called Michael Dealey. And he said, I said, thank you very much for showing us the film, Michael and so on. He said, what did you think of it? And I said, well, I think it's damn good. And, and my agent said, I think it's a tremendous film. And Michael Dealey said, I think it's one of the 10 worst films I've ever seen. I, I didn't agree. So when I saw it, I spoke to the producer, Peter Snell. I spoke to the director, Robin Hardy. And I spoke to the editor. I spoke to Anthony Schaffer. And I said, let's try and find the negative. And what we call the outtakes, you know, the bits you don't use, but you print them. Never been seen. Again, never. Never been seen. We couldn't find it. And that's 30 years ago. Nearly. I still believe it exists somewhere in Cairns with no, no name. I, but I still believe that. But nobody's ever seen it since. So we couldn't re-cut it, re-edit it which is what I wanted to do. It would have been 10 times as good. Does that answer your question? <laughs>